When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi guys, Hi. this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And another crazy week here on planet Earth. That's right. Another, they're all crazy here. They're all crazy here. But this week, I think maybe just personally, I felt like I was, so, I like I've said before, I'm usually not super busy compared to other people. This week, I felt like I was just fucking running in a million directions. This week, I was really busy too. I'm still busy. As mm-hmm. we record this, I am busy. Yep. I also have bronchitis. Oh my God. So... I'm really excited for, I guess, Christmas time yeah. to happen. Those just antibiotics so can... to kick in. Yeah, the antibiotics are already kicking in. I still have like a little bit of a cough left over, but it's nowhere near as bad as it was like at the beginning of the week. So you sound good. like Lauren Bacall, which is my goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my doctor took me to up to Laurel Canyon, made me scream into the abyss. Oh wow, that's is that a, a like scientifically proved? That's what they did with Lauren Bacall, right? Or Catherine oh. Hepburn? One of them. Oh, really? I don't know Someone, that story. Oh, one of... Oh, God, I don't remember who. It's someone probably had a call because she had a smoky voice. Someone had like a really shit, like rat, like high-pitched voice and they like took her up into the mountains and they were like, scream until you burn out your vocal cords. And she did. And then she had this like raspy, sexy voice. Wow. Yeah. Hollywood, baby. That's right. Yeah. That's Land how of we dreams. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, I guess, a pretty quiet week in the week of Goo in the... The, the goop sphere, except well, it's awards season. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. The Golden Globes are coming up. The oh Oscars are coming up, and Goop didn't want to be left behind. So they made up their own stupid thing. <laughs> what is it even called? Like Goop, Great Goop, Great oh, Goop. Jesus! Oh my God! <laughs> my dog just did truly one of the most insane things any dog has ever done in the history of dogs. He like jumped up onto me and Brian at the same time and then fell off both of us on his back. <laughs> it was like a pinball machine. It was bizarre, but he's okay. He's okay. I just had to pick him up. Uh, yeah, he's in quite a mood today. Yeah, he's all riled up because the like apartment inspection people came by earlier and he just flipped out. So more crazy BB. We're all calming down now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Goop did the great Goop Awards. This is the first time they've ever done this. Uh, and I hope it was the last. Oh, my, oh my God. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it in more detail when we go through the newsletter. But wow. Like what? And it's like a little olive branch is the symbol. I or? like all the art on it. I think I it's guess. pretty. Yeah, it's like a wreath with flowers and, and then, like blackberries. I have no idea. It's pretty. It's pretty. Sure. It's like a florally flowery design from it looks like from the 70s. kind of. Yeah, it does actually the... like a moosewood cookbook or something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, I wonder like if you are a re- recipient of the Greater Goop Award, like do you get a plaque? Like do they- You they, don't get anything. They don't send you like a real version of that wreath at least? No, they don't send, it's not for the people. I bet you the people who win don't even know no. it, that it exists. I mean, they would have to approve it, right? Because I don't think so. Oh, maybe not. I mean, I don't think you can give anyone an award. Yeah, I, I mean, what about the Razzies? No one approves that. Know. Well, isn't it who? I think Halle Berry was the one person to ever show up at the Razzies, like to she accept did? her award. Yeah, I mean, she was a good sport about it. Was she there to, as a joke? She knew what it was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because um, I think she had she was riding high because she had just won an Oscar. Oh, so she didn't give a fuck. And then the pre like the previous year she won an Oscar, and then the next year I think she did like Catwoman, Catwoman or whatever, uh, and then she was like still like fuck it, I don't give a shit. Oh, good for her. And then she never worked again. That's the Razzies. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if they still do the Razzies. I think they do. It might be in this like woke period like it's too mean-spirited i think the I no whole idea. world is the razzies now yeah, I guess so. everyone hates it. everyone's got an opinion and they're all bad um i made the mistake of watching the news this morning as i was reading the um goop newsletters oh, that's a double dose <laughs> so it was just i mean god it just kept going back and forth between like the imminent shutdown and then ruth bader ginsburg's like cancer, cancer surgery so yeah it's great everything's great it's fine it says she's fine yeah i'm sure yeah well we'll see <laughs> we'll see uh what else is new well, Food wise, diet wise. BB has some goop news. Oh, that's BB. really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's my BB impression. That was a really good impression. Yeah, his ears perked up. Yeah, because he knows I'm about to talk about him. Uh-oh. So, BB has been a part, is like getting into the wellness sphere. Great. Um, as I've talked about on the podcast, I believe on the podcast, I have been doing coconut oil hair masks. Yes. And. I love them. They're great. And I've been doing them more and more. And my coconut oil, whatever. Every time I do the coconut oil hair mask, BB jumps up and stands beneath me and like eagerly laps up like any drop of coconut (laughs) oil that Mm. falls on the floor. And it's like now it's his favorite thing and he knows what I'm doing. And I just sort of let him do it, which I guess is sort of gross. But I'm like, if you want to eat that, you know, that's okay. It saves you a cleanup. Yeah, and I, like dogs are supposed to have a lot of fat. So I Googled it and I was like, can, can my dog eat like a bunch of coconut oil? Because <laughs> he's been eating a lot. And it turns out it's good for dogs. According to what I read online, obviously if you have a dog, please do your own research and don't harm your dog. Don't do anything I say because I don't, I'm not a vet or anything. And I love your dog and I want your dog to be safe. So if you have a dog, please do your own research, like I said. But my research said, Give that dog coconut oil. It's good for his coat. It's good for his allergies. BB has allergies up the wazoo. I was like, guess what, dude? You now have a regimen and you are going to love it, which is that I give him a little half a teaspoon of coconut oil oh, in wow. his dog food bowl every day. What a treat. And it's it said that was a good idea and it's his favorite thing in the world. And he's basically a keto dog. And he's taking a page out of the book of Will Cole. Mm, get yeah. those MCTs. That's right. He's getting the MCT oil. He's very proud of himself um, for it. Do you, when you give him the teaspoon, it's a it's like the salt, like solid coconut oil, or yeah, yeah. I just like take it out of my yeah, take yeah. It out of the jar. Yeah. Um, I actually have some pet diet news as well. Please. Uh, so I took. Well, me and John took one of our cats to the vet like a month ago. We take them, you know, once a year for just a checkup. And he, the cat had gained like a whole pound in the previous year. And so our vet was like, "Mm, how much kibble do you give him? And we're like, oh, not that much. 
but I guess we did give them too much. So we're trying to like wean them off of kibble and give them between the two of them a quarter, only a quarter cup of kibble for the whole day. And then the rest wet food. Mm -hmm. And they are fucking going nuts. Like they are acting like humans act when they're on a crazy diet. Oh no. Like they're just hungry all the time. So I've, I, I lost it. And I was just like, I can't hear this meowing at five in the morning anymore. Okay. And so I've been giving them like more than they should have. Wow. So you broke their diet. Yeah. Because it was so, it, it was stressing me out seeing them so stressed out. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not like giving them as much as they want, but just enough so they like fall asleep like they usually do <laughs> and don't so, bother me. Cause I've always said, I wish that I could be like my dog. Like when the vet is like, Oh, he can only eat fish or something. I'm like, well, that's all you get. Yeah. And that's all I give him. And he has no control over that. No. Yeah. I control it. So I just, and I'm like, but he but, can make your life miserable. No, he no. can't. It's impossible. Just his existence <laughs> makes my life perfect. Um, but for me, you know, if a doctor tells me anything, I'll, still do whatever I want because I'm the one with the credit card not BB yeah you know I take I do whatever I want we're gonna well actually you know we're you know we're going away for a week so we have a cat sitter so maybe I'll give the cat sitter the instructions of like the diet regime and she can deal with their craziness for a yeah. week and see what yeah. they're like I mean we're not giving them that much extra but it's just like that little extra serving that makes them just tired out and like just leave. a little and it, bit it's nice to have a cat that is not meowing at you all night long no that would drive me insane um yeah and then for humans uh i'm just i'm like plowing through into the new year's because i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do yeah i'm just eating i mean i'm you know whatever just eating i mean i've been sick all i've had was like broth and tea but um i do have my new year's resolution no diets in 2019 so i will not have very much to talk about that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to get the new Gwyneth Paltrow recipe book. Yeah, me and too. And see what some of these recipes are. I know, me too. Except for it says that it has like chapters, like diet plans from all the functional doctors. I know. It's going to be fucking insane. I can't wait. It's going to be really this good. This seems a little, like I feel like the last few years, obviously everyone is into like cleanses and, and weird diets and stuff. And I feel like maybe it's a combination of everyone's tired of that plus like the body positivity movement. This new like clean eating book seems a little behind the times for me. Wait, how do you even know what's in it? What are you talking about? Well, just know like the cover, <laughs> just the <laughs> fact that there's like cleanses and stuff. I feel like that's sort of on their way out. I do not. Maybe just agree. for me personally. I mean, goop <laughs> does a client. They, yeah, no, yeah I know. no, I know. I know. I'm not making any sense, but I mean, I think that like a juice cleanse is maybe kind of passe, yeah, yeah. but goops cleanses, it's just a every diet is called like a cleanse or a detox yeah 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 but yeah i guess those words are so like um like triggering now to some people or like so many people are like oh you shouldn't do cleanses you shouldn't do detoxes people have always been saying that <laughs> really Maybe yeah I'm just hearing about it i think I you're know. just he- hearing about it i'm just reading too much jennifer gunter twitter yeah get off her twitter uh oh yeah i think i talked about it last week but i'm finally doing the screen time stuff on my phone oh, and yeah. limiting myself to like 45 minutes of Twitter scrolling and news scrolling a That's day. Good. And it's tough, but I haven't broken down yet. And it actually feels good. Like I definitely um, like binge to like the very last second and then 
that little hourglass comes up on your phone and it says it's a time limit and then I just feel relief that it's over. Wow, you are It's like an a- like addiction. It's like if anyone has a history of like doing dr- drugs, you know, like if you do like for instance cocaine, I've heard of people doing cocaine and you like do it all until like the last little bit and then it's like almost a relief when it's all over. Jesus Christ, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's really good though. You have good self-control. Well, <laughs> no one's ever said that about me before, but thank you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll take it. Well, you follow the rules. Sure. Yes, I am a rule follower. I am a Capricorn. Yeah. Uh um all right. Let's uh let's talk about the newsletter. This is yeah, fun. Yeah, let's talk about this newsletter. Because I've got stuff to say. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. uh, what was your best of the week? You're not gonna believe me when I, I tell know. you. My best of the week was I believe from the n- newsletter Sofa King Good. Like so fucking so fucking good. Oh right. Um, it was about it was the Savannah guide. Oh Savannah. Which I always like. We say I usually hate all the city guides. I didn't read all of the little things, but the little intro to the city of Savannah was like Savannah is a creepy city that's haunted and it's so messed up. When you go here, you're gonna see ghosts and it's the wildest, creepiest place in the world. And I've just never heard of a place marketed that way before. And I I didn't really think of Savannah as that. But now that I do, I really want to go. You've never been to Savannah before? No. Savannah is fucked up. Really? I've been a couple times. Um, Once with my family where we went to Paula Deen's restaurant before Paula Deen was like, before, world, it was yeah. like just when she was a Savannah restaurant lady. Uh-huh. And it was, I mean, I'm sorry to say it was very good. It was like a Southern buffet. I'm going to say this. I go to the South like at least once a year because of Brian. And I will say that food in the South is just better than it is anywhere else in the world. It is so, so fucking good. Like I, everywhere you go is good because they, the people demand it. Yeah. Like if things don't taste good, they will riot. And, and like no one really cares about health so much. So That's, it's yeah. a great place to go on vacation because there's you can a lot just, of butter. Yeah, a lot of butter, a lot of cheese. You get more butter than you're used to, and you get as much butter as you deserve. Yeah, and you don't feel judged about overeating. No, and it's like you don't even have to overeat because it's like everything they give you is just basically like butter with cheese mixed into yeah, it, yeah. and you're like, this is fine. And I love hush puppies. Oh my god! god. You should always have hush puppies before a meal. That's I love great. a good, like a real biscuit, mm-hmm. like front, like a southern biscuit. Oh Jesus, they're so good. But you have to be in Louisiana or something to to experience it. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and so the second time I went to Savannah was by myself. And um, Really? Yeah. Because I like after I graduated college, I took a cross-country road trip on uh, Amtrak by myself. Oh, wow. Uh, which was fun. Um, but it is a wild, wild town. Uh, there's open container laws in certain neighborhoods similar to New Orleans. Oh, I um, love that. So there's that. Like, a, like a pier part where everyone's just you know, walking around getting wasted. Oh my God. And then the, the old town, like the, the touristy part of the city is, um, on a like grid and there's little, little like parks and gardens almost every few blocks oh, in nice. little squares. So it's very pretty, but then obviously there's like a horrible history of slavery. Of course. Like well, the extreme, South is, I mean, yeah, the whole it's South is. It's very dark and disturbing. Um, but then there's like an art school too. So there's some yeah. like young kids and now actually, yeah, whatever. Um, is it like the new like Austin or something? No, I don't think it's it's not ever. Well, maybe at some point it's not like as hipstery because I think it is still so like old money. Um, like it's the one 
I think it's the one city in the South that the Union Army didn't destroy during the Civil War. Oh, God. So there's a lot of antebellum architecture oh. and stuff. So there's a it's, it's I think it's still a very, like, conservative city. Ooh, but then yeah, there's, like, a pretty big gay scene. Hmm. Um, it's, I mean, again, I haven't been there in, like, over a decade. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's fun to, like, hang out for a few days there. But it... I think the the darkness takes over after a while. Yeah. I like visiting the South, but I don't think I... The only thing is I do really think I could live in Atlanta. Oh, well, Atlanta's just like a big, cool city. I love Atlanta so much. I think if I had to leave LA and move anywhere else in America, I would go to Atlanta. I've never been to Atlanta. It's great. I love love it. Um, I've never been to Atlanta. I've never been to Austin. Other, like Nashville is a town. I don't know if I could live there, but I love it when I go to Nashville. Never been there. Uh, And Louisville, Kentucky, believe it or not. I do. Is like super fun. Really? Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, you should go to Savannah. Get I don't know if Paul has. I'm sure Paula Dean has not been run out of town. I'm sure she's like a local hero. Really? I um, thought she'd been. Well, probably in there. She can. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, who knows? We don't know. I have no idea. Uh, well, that sounds great. Yeah. What was yours? Oh, so mine was. This is mine was the um what it takes to give and receive a good apology. That article. actually was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I was going into it thinking like rolling my eyes a little bit, but um, so this is I guess by. Gary Chapman, who's the author of The Five Love Languages. Yeah, which, which I'm obsessed with. I've never read it. I like know about it, a little bit about it. Yeah, I've never read it either, but I don't need to read it to know everything about it. So he's trying to like drum up support for a sequel, and now he's mm-hmm. doing like The Five Apology Languages. Yes. Um, and I was a little confused because I, I, was, I first read it thinking that these were like the five steps to crafting a good apology, but then I guess they're five different apologies. But I think that they should actually all be in one apology. I think so too. I think that you kind of want to put all those together for a good apology. And yeah, apologies are something that it seems, I mean, I guess this is not like that hot of a take, but like it seems like something that should be easy to do. Like if you feel bad for something to say, I'm sorry to be sincere but it is like hard to actually apologize well i think it's hard to communicate well this is the thing you have to have done all of these things a lot of the time people just think they can say i'm sorry and it'll just oh go yeah away. like a like a real housewife apology or like any human being yeah. in the world like but it's also hard to like to dig deep and to like figure out like what you did wrong and apologize is not easy yeah it's hard it takes a lot of self-reflection yeah um and so these these are the the five i guess the five apology languages or the five steps to crafting a great apology are number one expressing regret so saying something like i'm sorry that and then fill in the blank i'm sorry that i lost my temper and yelled at you i'm sorry that i came home an hour and a half late and we missed the program i know you wanted to go that's (laughs) a weird one the program um number two accepting responsibility just saying i was wrong i should not have done that i have no excuse for that i take full responsibility uh, number three, making restitution. This is a good, like, just being like, what what can I do to make this up to you? Like, how can I, like, be better? Like, let's work on this together. Which I guess puts a little bit of responsibility on the other person. But I guess if you're in, like, a relationship I, with someone, that's fine. No, actually, I, that was the one that I was like, huh? Like, how can mm. we do this? Or how can I make this up to you? Or how can, can we make a plan? I was like, can we make a, like, what you want me to, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah, no. You like, make your own plan. And so I don't, yeah, yeah, make a fucking plan yourself. Yeah. No, I get it. Uh, but maybe there's other people that do would like to have some input. I guess. Sure. I also feel like if you're really sorry, then like you shouldn't need a plan because the way that you 
show the way that you make amends and the way that you apologize isn't necessarily by like getting a person to forgive you. It's by never doing it again. That's what, that's what, um, amends are. So I don't need, so if you're asking for my help in the middle of it, you're not actually apologizing to me because you haven't like committed to making that step. I agree. My Um, opinion. Number four, genuinely repenting. I don't like what I did. I don't want to do it again. Can we talk? That seems very similar. Number three. Well, <laughs> um, I mean, it's he's stretching. Yeah, he's yeah, stretching yeah. one concept as far as right. he can. And then number five, requesting forgiveness. So this is one that he says like some people want to be asked to forgive, and some people, I guess, assume if you apologize that like the forgiveness is implied, which is not necessarily true. I don't know. So you say, "Will you forgive me? I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me." I value our relationship. I know I've hurt you and I hope you will forgive me. Have you ever asked someone like in those words to forgive you? I don't think so. Actually, I have. And I I also, I think that that's a really good point. That was something I liked about this a lot because I think when people do things that are really bad and like are really apologizing, sometimes you'll hear like, I know I don't deserve your forgiveness. I know that you can't forgive me. Uh, I won't even ask for your forgiveness because I don't deserve it. And I think people think they sound more sorry or something. But if you apologize and say, I want your forgiveness, I think that that says like, I value you so much that even though I don't deserve it, I want you to forgive me, to absolve me of this and to move on from this because I, that's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to do something that is gracious and challenging. And that's a compliment to the person that you're asking forgiveness yeah. from. Because if you, if you really, really fuck up deeply and you're in a relationship with someone, I don't know how you can move on unless the other person forgives you. Right. I mean, the other person would have to forgive you and you would have to um, want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if, like, I think showing that humility of saying I'm asking for forgiveness. I'm asking for something that I don't deserve is like, is how you show your humility when you're without groveling. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause that like crying and begging is like, it's tough. Like sometimes in an emotional moment, that's sort of where it takes you. But, uh, but that's what always feels like bullshit. Yeah, but yeah, if you're yeah. just like, I want, yeah. But if you're, you're like, really like feeling bad that you got caught doing something or you're yeah. feeling bad that your partner is mad at you rather than actually like, and if you can, it's you like in any communication, if you can actually say what you want, which is like, if you're saying like, I'm crying, I don't, des- I'm, I don't deserve your forgiveness. I'm so sorry. Like I'm a piece of shit. Da, da, da. What you're saying with those words is like, I want you to pity me and I mm-hmm. want you to take a step that I'm not willing to take, which is like, I'm only going, you're only going like not fully halfway, like a qu- like a third of the way. If you're not saying like, if you're just like t- saying all the bad things about yourself or you're trying to make yourself seem sympathetic. But if you are like going that extra step and being like, here is what I want from this situation. Yeah. That's the only way to honestly communicate. Like if you're talking to someone, it's because you want them to do something. You want something yeah, from yeah, them. Exactly. So be honest about what that is. Yeah. And that, that is forgiveness. That's that fine. Forgiveness. That's wow. good. Deep conversation, guys. So I know. I guess I don't know if this is turning into a book that he wants you to buy, or it's I'm like sure a it pamphlet. Is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, look out for it on your local bookstore. Bookstore, <laughs> if it ever gets five. So wait, five. Lo- just go back to five yeah, languages. What is yours? Or like what- gifts? Gifts. Okay. 
Gifts. And people think that that's a shallow one. No, that's Gwyneth's too. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. my God. She Me said that on one of the podcasts. We've got so much in um, um, yeah, actually I was just talking to Brian, my Brian about this the other day. And I was like, what are, what's your love language? And he was like, I don't have a love language. And I was like, yes, you do. Everyone has one. He goes, no, no, no. So I was like, okay, well, how about this? What do you value more gifts or words of affirmation? And he was like, words of affirmation. And then we whittled, whittled, whittled. And his was words of affirmation. Oh, wow. Cause I asked him everyone, which one do you want more? This one or that one? And he did John. have one. Yeah. I think, I think mine is probably quality time. Oh, um, and yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. John's is probably, I don't know. I'll have to ask him, but it's probably not the same as mine. Um, interesting. One of them is acts of service, which I think is my second one. So is that like doing something for someone else? No, or, it's doing something for you. Oh, for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. So like, like, oh, I, I cooked for you tonight or yeah, I, like I, I clean the house. Yeah. I, yeah. I cleaned the house. I Oof, did I hope something. That's not John's. <laughs> I know. I think sweet God is not Brian's, but I I feel like it might secretly be Brian's, but he, well, he's, he specifically said that that was definitely not his, yeah, yeah. but I kind of think maybe it is. And he just won't admit it. Yeah. Um, Cause he knows that I'm, I don't do gifts of acts of service. <laughs> wow. So this guy really needs to do like a five um, love language thing on one axis and a five, apology thing on another access and then you do like a grid you do a grid and then you can like figure yeah. anybody out and you're totally like fine. i'm you know physical touch slash restitution it's like okay great you'll be really you're compatible like, with yeah, me give, what does that mean that i guess it means like give me a pity blow job or something <laughs> yeah it's like physical, yeah when, if you're really sorry you'll suck my dick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that at least you know who that guy yeah, is hey. um yeah brian said that mine was the most shallow one you could have Wow, that's I was so like, mean. I, I don't know. think any of them are more or less shallow than the others. He he was like, I was like, do you know what mine are? And I told him what the, I was like, he was like, do you know what mine is? And he was like, jewels, jewelry and elaborate things. He didn't even know what any of them what? were. That was just, just his guess. Just <laughs> and I was like, wow. well, yeah. That's <laughs> rough. I'm, I'm glad. I know for a fact, I'm pretty sure that John's is not receiving gifts and mine is definitely not receiving gifts. And I'm very thankful for that because we have no money to give. I know we don't have any money either, but that doesn't mean I don't. Uh, Um, wow. So yeah. Chime in. What's your love language? What's What's your your love language? language? I really love hearing what people's love languages are. And, uh, I would love to hear from more gift people because I want to know, I want, I want words of affirmation. <laughs> that it's, no, I think, I mean, there's, yeah, like time is a gift. Physical affection is a gift. Jewelry is a, like, they're all, it's all like, yeah, I don't think one is better than the it's other. It's not about it being like a expensive gift or something. It's about it being a thoughtful gift. Yeah. That's what means something to oh, me. If good. someone like took the time to like pick something out for me that they really thought would I would like. Well, now I know. And I can give you some gifts. I know. Now you can manipulate me to do your bidding. All right. What was your worst? It was the sofa marketing. So I've said, I know I've said sofa king good so many times. I don't know if I already said it on this podcast, but the reason that I like it is I do like that language because it reminds me of if you seek Amy. Oh, the greatest song in the English language. Yeah, I know. Well, it's the greatest wordplay. I mean, the height of wit. Um, so I was like, okay, I like this, but then 
it was in this dumb like you know when they do those like these are the things that we're into around the office it was yeah. in one of those and they were like the first thing on our list is this great new sofa which is a such a load of bullshit i mean whatever fine you're selling sofas you have to like work it into something but no one is like we're all into this new sofa yeah, brand. everyone it's in the just, office is like super into this yeah, sofa. It's like, so a sofa is a major purchase you make one you make it how every 10 years or something it's like not a common thing to yeah, buy yeah. it's a it's like a mattress or something it's not something that like is a sofa craze <laughs> right i thought it was so weird i was like why why is why are you putting it in this yeah, I mean they gotta they gotta sell sofas. They gotta was the get whole in there article um, sponsored by the sofa company? Yeah, that's yeah, why that's it was why, like yeah. the first one on the list. But everything else on it was just you know. Oh, actually, there was something else on this that is major, major, major for me. But I will get to Ooh, that later. There was a later. couple of cool things. That's right. Uh, all right. So mine was so they had a bunch of like categories in the greater goop awards and so my worst is basically all of the companies they chose for the most uh improved so they had one category that was most improved and it was just like big like evil corporations that maybe were slightly less i know i thought that was kind of funny and it's totally like they're planting the seeds i think that they're gonna go just like super mainstream and lowbrow and they wanna like maybe partner with these companies. Oh, by the say I mean, I don't know why they have like all these articles about how great like CVS. CVS is. Yeah, the first one and hey, I just came from CVS. By the well by the way, fuck CVS. I could they didn't have they had one scent of natural deodorant there and it was the Schmitz like lavender one, and I hate Schmitz, and then I just didn't buy deodorant because I I want to get natural deodorant yeah so i don't think cvs is that great but i guess <laughs> wow you're talking so much shit about cvs because they didn't have a wide enough selection of natural yeah. deodorant brian all right well i guess i have to go to whole foods to get my fucking deodorant now well yeah it's not a mainstream thing well maybe now it will be since maybe. goop is partnering with cvs that would on be a stupid award fucking amazing uh so the most improved ones are as we said cvs because i guess they said that they're like not gonna put parabens and shit in their um products going forward so i think they just know that like clean products is sort of a way to maybe make some more money uh i mean maybe i'm being cynical but i don't know that cvs is really out to like save the world you're not being cynical by assuming cvs just wants to make money brian that's Uh, not then lowe's is one and lowe's (laughs) is like what it's like a sears or something it's like hardware oh oh, it's like a home depot okay so i guess they had like a horrible policy of not giving women any paid leave when they um had maternity leave and so then they like slightly changed that and so i guess that makes it more improved um so now women like have a week or so to like have a baby before they have to go to work well um, as they say on uh the democratic podcast what's it called oh for pod save america pod save america better is good yeah that's true better is good um then they had microsoft for some reason um oh that because they're starting paid family leave uh Oh, and they have like a lot of, um, I guess, freelancers that didn't even get paid vacation and sick days. And now they change that. And then GM is the fourth one. And because I guess they hired a female CEO and a female CFO. But that's what all big companies do when they're failing and they're like about to go out of business. They'll hire a female CEO and then basically blame her when the company. Really? Yeah, like they did that with Yahoo. Um, they always do that. Oh, man. Um, but so this c- stupid ass world. So GM... Um, laid off 14,000 people, but that's because I guess they're like 
pivoting to electronic vehicles and apparently they um made the first like mass market electronic vehicle called the chevy volt i don't even know anything about cars uh and so maybe like in 10 years gm will either save the world or it will be just totally be gone and i mean we'll all be dead probably um Um, but at least they will have won a greater goop most improved award in 2018 i mean which i'm sure they're more than we can say about ourselves (laughs) that's true um yeah so still i'm just still mad at cvs they don't have one i just want my urban cowboy nice natural deodorant and now I have to like make a special trip to get it. Why do you think you deserve Urban Cowboy at CVS? I just assume that like they have a whole wall of deodorant. They can't have like two like shelves of Urban Cowboy or one two shelf, shelves one sh- or that's like a lot. or just one flavor. Or I mean, scent. don't you want Shark Tank brand? That's valuable uh, real estate in there. At least I mean you should. I I'm actually glad I because I ha- had half a mind to go up to the people working there and just say, oh, hey, do you have a separate natural deodorant section? Oh, just my God, in case Brian. I, in case I missed it, but then I thought better of it. You're living in a dream world, Brian. They don't. What are, What planet are you on? I don't know. I mean, was that your first time going to CVS? No, I guess I always just get my, since I switched to natural deodorant, I always get it at like the, um, the Whole Foods 365, but I haven't been there in a while and I ran out of deodorant. So I have like half a stick of, um, of Old Spice that I found in my, like drawer that I'm using now and I hate it because it has like antiperspirant in it too. Okay. And so I was just like, I just wanted, and I had to pick up a prescription there. So I was like, oh, I'll get deodorant too. And then I didn't see what I wanted. So then I just like left. But hey. Jesus Christ, Brian. You know what? You are losing touch. I think that this Goop, Greater Goop, Most Improved Award might be the first step for CVS. And by this time next year, it'll all be natural deodorant. Who knows? Well, let's not hope it's not all They didn't even natural. have Toms of Maine. I feel like Toms of Maine is like a... I bet you they did have Toms of Maine and you didn't see it. Maybe they had... See, maybe they had their own Toms of Maine section. And I, I mean, they probably... Maybe they did. Because they always have like Toms of Maine and like Bert, and stuff. Burt's Bees yeah, Beats, and all yeah. that. I didn't see any of it. I saw <sighs> Schmidt's Lavender something and I hate Schmidt's because it like gives me a rash. Oh, no. Yeah. I tried yeah. it once. Anyway. <sighs> um, right. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, What was your craziest? I mean, honestly, this one was tough for me. I didn't think anything was too crazy or too sad. So I just kind of put down the $65 pineapple sunshine floral baby clothes. I mean, I (laughs) thought it was really, really cute. I really loved it. Um, But these are clothes for like a baby under one year where they're going to literally be able to wear them for one month. So who is spending $65 on an outfit for a baby? Yeah. I mean, I... There obviously are a lot of people that spend $65 on an outfit for a baby, but I was sort of surprised when my sister had a baby a couple years ago and I was like buying him presents. Most baby clothes are super cheap. Yeah. I get a whole outfit for like 15 bucks. Well, they're basically disposable. I mean, they wear them for like a few weeks. They grow so fast and they like throw up and shit all over them. Yeah. Uh, It looks like a very pretty little outfit though. I know. It's so cute. I mean, Um, honestly, if I had a baby, I would probably buy them this. And if you kept having babies, you could just always use it for the next one. I get, well... I mean, how many babies? <laughs> so it gets worn twice? I mean, I don't know. If you have like 10 or 12. I'm not going to have 12 like if babies. You're a, you know, a uh, FLDS person. Well, or then a, I'd have to like make my oh, own or something true. probably. Yeah. But it would probably look like this. It's very prairie. Yeah. It is yeah. It's cute. Um, I like it. Uh, okay. So my craziest was oh, two people from the Greater Goop Awards Innovators. So this okay. is another category. Um, 
of, you know, CEOs and people like, you know, making things better in the world or innovating or whatever. So one of the people who got the award was Paul Dillinger, who's the VP of Global Product Innovation from Levi's. And so I guess I didn't realize this, but you, you know, you get your distressed jeans, you get your uh, acid washed, whatever. And this takes millions of gallons of chemicals that like ruins the earth. Oh, of course. To like, to, to like fuck up your, whatever the genes. Yeah. So this guy invented um, a way to distress genes using lasers instead of wow. toxic te- chemicals. <laughs> um, so yeah. He and had, distress genes aren't even cool. I know, we just get them because that's all they make anymore. Yeah. Well, like I, I mean, I love just like a plain dark blue. Just plain yeah. jeans. But, but I think it's all coming like, I feel like we went through a distress gene phase and then we went through a reaction against the distress gene phase and now it's all coming back. But even during the reaction against, distress has always been an option since oh, that yeah, time yeah, and yeah. it's never Especially gone Especially at like low end places. Like I would go into- Everywhere. Like old, if I just needed like Old Navy or Target, I was getting a cheap pair of jeans. You it can't find it. Yeah, you can't find non-distressed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, his like thing is called product, Project FLX. Um, it stands for Future Led Execution. And it's one piece of the company's effort to redo everything we know about treating denim. This new system uses lasers to do what hours of washing, stone washing, and chemicals do. So good for him. Yeah, that's great. And then the other lady um, is named Jessica Richman, and she is the co-founder and CEO of Ubiome, which are basically like genetic tests that you can do in the privacy of your home. So they have oh. one that's called um, like U Gut or something. Oh, I smart think- gut. And so I think that I think you- that means you test your poop. They've been talking about, they've done stuff with them before. Um, But it just seems like stressful to be, because also like if, you know, if you're the type of person that gets in the habit of um, like weighing yourself every day and like doing all this stuff to also have to like test your poop every day. You're supposed to test your poop every day with it? I don't know. Like to see. You're also not supposed to weigh yourself every day. No, you're not. Um, And then she has a new one that's just called Smart Jane, which is a, a vaginal microbiome analysis designed to scream for HPV, SDIs, and the balance of vaginal flora. That's a waste of money. Go to the yeah. gynecologist and get a pass from your once a year. Yep. You said it. Thank you. Um, mimicking the pro-pharma stance of Jennifer Gunter. Oh, God. Give me a fucking... This isn't pro-pharma? I know. So you send away to be your own doctor with no medical expertise? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Those were the craziest innovators of the year. All right. Well, good for them. Uh... What would you try? All right. So this is the one that I'm really excited about. Also on the list of the like burrow sofa things that we're all obsessed with was this super cute pair of blue light glasses. And I was like, oh my God, like I need blue light glasses. I didn't realize that you could get blue light glasses that are cute and look like regular glasses like reading glasses or something. I didn't even know you could get blue light glasses at all I thought you that they looked like some weird like futuristic visor yeah. that and you could only get them on Amazon or something but they were so cute and I was like these are like nice glasses so I immediately left goop call physically called Warby Parker after spending oh, some wow. time on their website and was like can you do blue light frames only I don't have a prescription I don't need one and we're like, yes, we do. Oh, great. I said, okay, great. And then I immediately ordered the thing where you can do like five free ones to send to your house to try okay. on. So I really think I'm going to get some cute ass fucking 
UV glasses. And then whenever I work at my computer, I'm going to be wearing these little cute glasses. That's such a good idea. And I am so excited about it. I want glasses too. I, I've never needed glasses. I've never needed either. Yeah. But I, th- I mean, I've always wanted them. And I love the fact that, you know, you, you don't really like, have to wear them. Yeah, but like But now, you do. Yeah, there is a reason, reason to, for yeah. it. It's not just like empty fake yeah. frame thing. So I guess the thing, blue light is... You, it's uh the light that comes out of screens and it's not supposed to be good for you to like it's like bad screen. for yeah. your eyes especially and it's, at night yeah well i turn it off on my um phone mm-hmm. but i don't know i still think that like oh and, those look good yeah this this brand felix gray i also might look at them i mean i didn't even consider looking at these ones because i figured it'd be more expensive but i think it mm, isn't more expensive than where we parker so i might look at these ones too um yeah i turned off everything on my phone after 11 now yeah. Except for uh, podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I, need, I still need to listen to podcasts. In order and to my Kindle sleep. too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Podcasts and Kindle. That's what I have. Um, okay. So the thing I would try comes from an article called Easy Graceful Entertaining Hacks from three of our favorite chefs. And mm-hmm. um, so it's pretty self-explanatory. But there's one chef named Trevor Bird from Vancouver, a restaurant called Fable Kitchen. And he just recommends uh, putting a whole side of salmon in the oven. And I guess that's pretty simple. And like, he's obviously not the first person to think of it, but I always just like get salmon fillets and um, like cook them on the stove, like sear them and stuff. But to have like a whole side of salmon, put it very low, like 200 degrees for 25 minutes. And then I don't know. You can just like pick at it all night. It sounds really good to me. Yeah. That's, I usually do salmon in the oven. I do it like, on a sheet pan and I'll put like whatever like vegetable with it, oh, especially like baby potatoes, like Ooh. salmon and potatoes. And it all takes the same amount of time. You just like do one pot, one pan. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you're not supposed to technically do that. Like you're supposed to like figure it out. I think I might put the potatoes might go in first and then you put the salmon on a little bit later on the same pan. You just move them over. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. This one, it says it just says serves with serve with capers, thinly sliced red onions, grated horseradish, and as many fresh herbs as you like. Place some mm. crackers and bread around to eat with the fish. Sounds like a great dinner. Yeah, crackers I mean, and it's bread. It's supposed to be for entertaining, but knowing me, it would just be me. You with a side <laughs> and, of salmon. Me and a couple cats sniffing around. Oh, yeah, that's a party. Yeah, that's yeah. a group of people who want yeah. a side of salmon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, what would you buy? I would buy the Ritual de Fil mm-hmm. concealer from... Uh, Jane and uh, Megan, or oh my God, Jean. I just called her Jane. Jane. Wow, I am so so sorry. I almost want to edit that out. Jean, June, Joan, Jane. Well, look, I apologize. Um, they did like a they doubled up and they both talked about this concealer um called Ritual de Feel or something, and it's like a natural concealer. They both really liked it. Um, Megan's take was super funny. Also, Megan said that she used two colors and the two different colors that she used were Celine and Dion, but didn't make a big deal about it. And Celine wasn't spelled the same way. Um, it just like was in there and I thought that was really funny. See, C-Y-L-L-E-N-E or D-I-O-N-E. Um, so that was a little, and also in this article I thought was interesting. She, Megan also said she doesn't use it under her eyes because she doesn't mind having dark circles under her eyes. Which I thought was interesting. Wow, maybe like dark circles are the new 
status symbol. But then do you remember she she had another article about like what she does about the dark oh, yeah. circles? Maybe she's her come eyes. to terms so with her dark circles. Maybe it looks like she's like had some sort of yeah like yeah. But I could see that being like she's come to a, a, a dark circle, like she's it's come full dark circle. Sure, it's full. okay. But Sorry, like, yeah, I'm she, sick. Right? Okay. <laughs> uh, it's like a status symbol of like oh I work really hard. I'm really successful. I'm busy all the time. I have dark circles under my eyes. Maybe. Yeah, it's like how like in the olden days it was like really cool to be fat because yeah. it meant that like yeah. you could afford food. Yeah. Um and she said something else about it. Oh yeah, she said she's always slathered in face oil because she loves looking panting in the tropics dewy and this um concealer like works with that type of look and Which is she likes to just look sweaty all the time? A lot of dewy. Dewy. But like panting in the tropics, that's more than dewy. She's just being yeah. hyperbolic. Yeah. Look. Yes, everybody in the world wants to look dewy, and Gwyneth Paltrow wants to look dewy, and Jean Godfrey Jr. is the queen of being dewy. Mm-hmm. Um, and if this is a good concealer for when you want to be dewy, then I want to buy it. And it turns out that it's on Amazon Prime for $34, although they don't have it in every shade. And I'm hoping that it will eventually come to sephora so i can get it there mm. um because i would get it on goop but i don't want to pay the shipping for i just never want to pay the shipping yeah it's i mean that's the thing with amazon it's like you it's a horrible company yeah. but like i just bought i just went online this morning and bought a, um a travel yoga mat from amazon yeah so i can do yoga while i'm away um and i didn't think about trying to get it anywhere else because i wasn't like go to a mall it or it's like, just so easy it's so easy yeah. yeah whatever um the thing i would buy oh so there was a i think it was in the like 13 things we're obsessed with or whatever um and they talked about uh as like a host or hostess gift to give dried flowers um <laughs> and i thought that's a really good idea Kay. like i never thought about that but like how do you arrange them I guess you just put them in a vase like regular ones. I have no idea. Um, so when you give them to someone, you put them in a vase or you bring no, them? I think you just bring them like in a bouquet. Wow. That's what it seemed like. Okay. I don't know. Would that, would that be weird? Would people be like, oh, you just gave me dead flowers? I mean, I think it just seems like some like Edward Gorey thing yeah. where it's like, oh, the lady brought dried flowers. I mean, now that you're saying it, it does seem weird. I mean, but... I like dried flowers too, but yeah. I, I don't know. So there's a place called love adorned yeah it does sound like edward gory it's kind of yeah and they have um locations in santa monica new york or amagansett and they (laughs) specialize in uh dried flowers and yeah it's like they say everything from roses to bunches of lavender eucalyptus thistle and everything else good you can find the arrangements at all three locations um I don't know. Now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe it's not the best Uh, idea. It sounds cool. I mean, honestly, I would like it, but... If it's the right person. Like, if you're, I don't know, going to, like, your aunt's house or something. Yeah. Maybe not, but, like, if you're a cool goth friend. If you have a cool friend who's goth, give them dried flowers. (laughs) And Uh, get them in Amagansett. Oh, yeah. Go go to Amagansett. (laughs) Or, like, you can get fresh flowers in Amagansett, and then by the time you're back home, they'll be dried. Well, you have to, like, dry them out. You can't... Because otherwise, they'll just die. Like, there's not... How do you dry? You just you have like to hang them hang upside them down. down. Okay. That's what I thought. Great. Uh, and they're only $20. So it's a deal. Deal of the day. Because I, I mean, I like flowers, but it is like, oh God, I have to like put these in a vase and you know, they're going to die. And like I have cats, I guess dried flowers, cats would probably eat those too. Probably more. I know. Oof. They're crunchy. Don't get me dried flowers, guys. It's not worth it. Okay. Give me food. 
Just all right. <laughs> give me buy food. Me, buy me food. That's all I want. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Buy me makeup. Yeah. Food and makeup. Or anything. Gifts. Any yeah. gift oh, that's right. thoughtful. That's love language. That's I just right. want to spend time with you guys. That's my That's love right. Language. Yours is time. Uh, Cool. I think that about does it. I think so, too. Um, What is going on next week? Am I here? I have no idea. I don't know. I We're don't all really so. fucked up. Yeah. It's the end of the year. We're, our brains are fried. We're super crazy. We're all sick. And uh that's it yeah i think this might be the last podcast of the year yeah it has to be well it has to be be. it's the 20 oh right it's it's just the it's just the dates uh right yeah well there is one like it's the 28th yes i will be in paris next week so guys well la-di-da for you i will try to hit a bunch of goopy stuff if i can yeah actually i already have like a couple restaurant reservations of g-spotting recommended things oh really yeah um and yeah and then uh oh and thank you so much for whoever on instagram um showed me that uh that like paris guidebook i i uh i have it on hold at the library so hopefully it'll come hopefully soon. you get it in time yeah. um i'm excited are you excited for the holidays Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Down in Bosco, oh, yeah. Louisiana. It's going to be, it's Louisiana. just, it's the Paris of the South. Just kidding. Exactly. Um, but it's going to be fine. We're going to have fun and I'm going to be here for Christmas with my family and that'll be fun too. Great. Uh, and I'll be back on January 5th and we'll have a whole new year of goop yourself and don't worry, Patreon subscribers. We are going to have our newsletter and our extra pod. Definitely soon before i leave we promise because you guys pay good money for that yeah all right (laughs) that's coming very soon okay all right guys thank you so much we love you Bye. here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 